remember leaving the second bar because it was closing. But what happened between me stepping my foot out onto the street and waking up? I have no idea. Wait, you closed down a bar? Yeah, too. In Harlem. He was, they were like, this is the last one. The last one. <laughs> you know who I am? <laughs> the last one, I was like, I have no idea why I was drinking in that one. You that made like, no sense. Yeah, what, what do you even got that's wet? Right. Walker would have been brown. toxic to me at that point. <laughs> Yo, you ever, you ever be drinking so much that even water starts to taste like alcohol, nigga? <laughs> that's how it was last night. When Poland Springs tastes like grain alcohol, you have to stop drinking everything, nigga. Like, just cut your tongue out your mouth and go to sleep. <laughs> this is a new motherfucking intro. Because someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking Welcome to Decoding 40. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Decoding 40. I am your host, Vincent Perez, and I am joined here with my boys. This is L.O. AKA One of My. <laughs> this is Alaric. Yes, we are back with another episode this week of Decoding 40. And uh, what's been going on in your lives, fellas? Has it been crazy? What's going on? Oh, it's been crazy. So uh, last week, I told you guys that I was uh, going to be in the Dominican Republic this weekend, this past weekend. For the record, I am no longer accepting any invites to the Dominican Republic. (laughs) (laughs) If If you have an event, whatever it is, don't invite me. I'm not going. Me getting to this island is all every time I'm there, I have a great time. But the traveling and that piece that requires me to get there is always problematic. So I was not able to go, which um, was very disappointing. And it had to do with just logistics. Um, My mother in law uh, missed her plane back to New York, and when she wasn't going to get back in time for me to be able to leave, and my wife was out of town. So it was a lot. So what I decided to do was to basically spend all the money that I intended to spend in the Dominican Republic. So I I had my own version of Bruce's Millions this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You had to spend it. (laughs) I had to spend it. Just so Bruce's Bruce's drinking game. (laughs) But I had a good time, yo. Uh, Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, man. And uh, we we did brunch at what is quickly becoming my really go-to spot downtown um Mm -hmm. i don't want to say the name of it because i don't want people to start going but yes i I think it's pretty good food the drinks are always good and i I love the uh uh, beyonce environment of the place bottomless margaritas yeah Yeah, that's not that was not a bad thing yeah exactly and thank you again for sponsoring uh, (laughs) brunch yes yes that was very very nice (laughs) because because I don't know about Rick, but uh, pockets is a little tight. <laughs> Monster, pockets I mean, tight. that just happened to be that was just play money. He was so. like, he was like, play money. He was like, fuck it, I'm gonna use it. But uh, yeah, that was shit. so. Yeah, so we did the brunch. Um, then uh, we made it back to Stolen Jackets after her two and a half years, three years. Yeah, Has yeah. It been that long? It's probably been a little bit longer. Mm. Well, for us to be there, because I was there probably. Four or five weeks ago, when the main was in town, we stopped by there. It was like on some. We were out in the city. It was like, well, let's go see if this spot spot is open. Mm, right. And we walked in. It was there. 
that's when I found out they started taking credit cards. So, yeah. you know, I they, I think they made some some improvements. They made some. It looks Innovations. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Not the bathroom. Up. Not the bathroom. <laughs> no. they, they kept the bathroom as stinky and dingy. As yes. It's always. Been. They, yes. They had to keep some authenticity. Yeah. But they did. They, definitely they did sweep up the peanut shells and the sawdust off the floor. <laughs> yeah. And so they they nice. closed up the glory holes. So that was good too. <laughs> <laughs> they closed the glory holes the, and the female bathrooms. I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah. no, oh, no joke side. Joke side. No, they did. I think they have. I I don't know if it's under maybe new management and they've still got this the great prices there yeah still yeah cheap uh, shit. drinks prices. you know what i mean yeah. cannot beat it uh at short all. in a beer a short in a beer for, for under 20 dollars you know and uh under 10 dollars yeah, well, yeah right 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 cool well what was that's the, unheard of in the city hold on because i know i bought a round last night and i think <laughs> i bought the second round was just the beers because the first round was the shot and the beers mm -hmm. right because when I, because I got it this morning, I looked at you know you get the credit card alerts, and I'm like, oh, right. what did I spend thirty dollars at the bar? And I was like, oh, and it was only twenty five dollars for for three beers. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. It was twenty five out twenty six dollars for three beers. That was wow. tip included. It, it might have been tip included. Or I might have given them cash okay. if I had like I had the cash. I had like enough cash to give them the tip, but I didn't have enough money to pay for the bill. But yeah, that shit is nothing, and we were already bottomless margarita the fuck up like right. it's not like we needed any more to drink you know what i mean but no party okay the, the the funniest part was us trying to walk from the first place to the second place <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you looked it up on maps and it's only 1.1 miles away oh no problem <laughs> we didn't factor in bottomless margaritas right. and ninety thousand Degree. degrees <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> We walked like three blocks and I was like, fuck <laughs> y'all. get this Uber. <laughs> I was like, fuck y'all. I'm calling an Uber. Yeah. Hey, it's not that long. It's a mile away. We'd have been dead. We, we would have <laughs> we been crawling into stolen jackets. <laughs> we would have came home. We would have just gave up. I know. Yeah, came right. drunks on the street. Just, yeah. just curl up in the doorway. Exactly. Stop at a store and get a get a brown paper bag and wrap it around a Heineken. <laughs> Crawl of the day. Give up. Directing traffic. Out there, Canal Street. <laughs> Poppy, take it easy. Where you going? You can't go anymore. You see the other car in the intersection. You blocking the box, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> you blocking the box. You get a penalty for blocking the box. Mm -mm -mm. So yeah. So after that, Rick, I think that's when you left. There, yeah. I, after the second beer at Stolen Jackets, exactly. I had to go. Rick had to go home, and then we wound up. Uh, we actually did walk this time to yeah the village to the village. We yeah, got some Ben's pizza. Did we get pizza? Yeah. Holy shit! I don't even remember eating the pizza. It must have cooled down to a a, a, a balmy ninety degrees. <laughs> it, it was hot yesterday, yo. It, it was, was so hot. fucking hot. And we it actually chilled in hot. Washington Square Park for a minute. Did we? Wow. <laughs> How am I remembering more of this than you are? Son, that's hilarious. And, and the thing is, I wasn't even burning. I wasn't smoking. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I had. I mean, I smoked a little before I left to come meet up with y'all, but I didn't have anything with me at the. I didn't have no nothing. I, yeah, so it was just. The, I was the mar margaritas. Actually, it was cool in the park. That's where we wanted to stand. Yes, yes. And we sat for a while, and then uh, we walked, and we got Ben's, and then I had the bright idea of us going to the comedy cellar. Mm -hmm. Um, had no idea that it was that hard to get into a comedy. Uh, show, yeah, so that particular um, place, anyway, yeah. 
because what what what's happened is with the not to cut you off, with the comedy seller has always been what it is, but in the last I'd say year or two, a, a lot of the major comedian specials, a lot of like, you know, after you know the behind the scenes shit, they'll always show them going to the comedy seller. So mm. like the comedy seller is becoming one of those places because of Netflix now, a whole other audience. You're getting people like, well, where's this? It's in New York City at the comedy. I've never seen it before because mm-hmm. you could walk past a comedy cellar and not even know you walked right. past it. Yeah, we, blink, we were you looking your, for it. And I yeah, if you blink your it. eye, you will pass that shit. Right. It's that. It was, it's it that. was in the opening sequence of the Louis C.K. show, which I know just made it like wow. a New York, another <laughs> finger pointing at the New York City landmark. So I know people who are coming from out of town want to go there now because that oh, yeah. because also a lot of surprise comedians will show right. up yeah Chappelle will show up in there or fucking chris rock or 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 you yeah. know any anyone who's in town who is working on new material will go there yeah any anyone's about to do a fucking hbo or hbo anymore but netflix or whatever they're gonna go to count the carolines they're gonna hit up um they're gonna hit up what you would call it um gotham comedy seller gotham it depends on, I, I don't know. They're, they're not as, not like the comedy seller. The comedy seller well, is just what it, it's just, it's. One night when you did the Gotham, um, Jim Gaffigan came in. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, Yo, I do remember that. That motherfucker is funny as yes. fuck. Yes. Yo, and Gotham would have a lot of, you'd have a lot of cats come through there, you know, yeah. that you didn't even expect to see. But um, no, nah, it's. You know, we had a good time. It was funny. Some funny comedians there. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Huh? Oh, and actually, this weekend would have been or last weekend would have been good for um, the possibility of Chappelle, Rock or Hart uh, stopping by because they all just performed at the Barclays Center, I think, yesterday. Yeah. They would t- so, they perform together. Yeah. Holy well, shit. Well, Chris Rock well, and, 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 and Kevin Hart are on, on um, tour together. On, on tour together. Wow. So, but apparently Chappelle was there. Also, so you know, I don't even know if he performed or not, but there's a great picture that's starting to circulate with all three of them. Is the with, tour called the Real the Kings of Comedy? Nah, <laughs> I think the it's gods. called Rock Hard. They, they should just call it the Gods. I don't yeah, know. Comedy Gods. No, they shouldn't do that. So the irony is, today I decided not decided, but I had been invited to another brunch, which drinking some more, double down. Yeah, unlimited mimosas. And and this place actually puts the carafe on the table. So oh lord, oh she could <laughs> but, self self pour self. Yeah, but I had to self regulate because uh, <laughs> oh, there was no way I was going shit. back to where I was uh, last night. What, was it more champagne or more orange juice? In the actually, they had a great balance. It was actually great balance, perfect. And that's that's. I think mimosas really are worse. They are. Yes, worse. yes, they are. They are. You get you drunker quicker. The headache afterward. Yeah. I remember going out to clubs back in the day and drinking champagne. It's always a good time. Like all of a sudden, everybody's happy. You're drunk real quick. <laughs> the next day, the worst hangover. Champagne ever. is the cocaine of alcohol. <laughs> and I've never done cocaine. I can mm. just, I'm making the assumption by the description of it, but yeah. um, <laughs> because I remember one time going to, um, you were. This is when you were. You were. You were still doing the magazine, Rick. You had tickets to some Nicole Ray, I think, was the artist at the time, and they and Moe was sponsoring it, and it was just champagne everywhere. And we got there, and we're drinking 
champagne and i was like y'all want something stronger and i went to the bar to get a jack and he was like all we have is champagne so then it was like okay well i guess i have to drink this about four or five flutes in yeah son <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> i was like hey, hey we i'm from france i speak this is my champagne he's very good he's a very good champagne this is champagne. i am from i am from the champagne region of uh, Millet. this is very good the grapes are delicious yo <laughs> i was like we oui, oui. who has the escargot yes yo i was nick that shit will have you Twisted. That reminded me of you yesterday when you turned to me and was like, this is you probably on your fourth or fifth uh margarita. And you were like, yo, these shits taste like juice, yo. I need something stronger. <laughs> he should he should have fucking taken a few minutes later. <laughs> a few minutes later. <laughs> and the bartender, the bartender probably heard you say, okay, Holmes, I got you, bro. <laughs> Do you want some real margaritas on? I'm gonna put some fucking tequila. Yo, you yeah, you, are... you broke your volume knob. That shit yes. was broken. That shit was you was so loud. I was like, there's no way introducing the loud Puerto Rican. <laughs> you were you were that dude that you talked about on the train the other uh last time. Oh no, I was that guy. <laughs> yeah, you were like Yo, because the Mets is going to win, son. <laughs> I like what Rick said. You know you're not whispering, right? <laughs> I mean, shit was coming out of your mouth. It was just like, normally we say that in hushed tones among the three of us. Right. But you're like announcing to the bar. Oh, you know, shit. this lady behind us who was sitting with her son. I'm sure she was like, oh, oh I well, I saw her cover oh, his oh, ears. Well, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this right now. Then you know when you come to do brunch, um, there are family oriented spots. There are spots that are for your twenty somethings, and you know, and in that place was kind of a you know thirty forty you know, and people were in there loud. I didn't see too many children. It didn't have like a. It wasn't a family vibe. Per se. Yeah, that's that's really you know what I mean. So it's like sometimes you know you got to make the decision as the parent whether or not your child is old enough to understand their experience. That experience. I mean, well, yeah, I, 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 I know. think she took the risk. I I don't think she could have accounted for you being at the bar at right. that very moment. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's going back to school with some new oh. vocabulary. Oh, he's he's got some words under. Mommy, phone. what's a prick? <laughs> <laughs> Only if that were the words he was hearing. Oh right. boy, but um, oh, but yeah. So I, I go to this uh, brunch spot. And the DJ wasn't that great. His blends were horrible, but he said some really curious things that I would love to hear your reaction to. He goes into this set of Jay-Z, Ja Rule, that whole 90s, late 90s. And he says, if you're over the age of 25, this is for you. I was like, no. How old were they? <laughs> they were four. How old were they? They they weren't old enough to rock to this music like that. Twenty five years ago, so it's twenty twenty. No, they definitely weren't. <laughs> right? Because I'm like, no. So he was just making stuff up as he went along. But you should have um, been like, if you're over thirty five, maybe exactly. But the crowd there 
was in between that 25, 30 ish. So yeah, we if were definitely the oldest. If you were born in '98, you remember from the womb, <laughs> right? You remember. Right. If you got skinny jeans on, you do not remember this, but we're gonna act like you do. And I want to say the name of the place, but I'm not because I want to tell you this, and I don't feel like getting them in trouble. But they are a fire hazard waiting to happen. Oh, okay. Mm. They have, um, or at least they did uh, today. They have two long tables that they've added onto these tables. So they have booths and then they just kind of built or not built, but added tables to the booths. And if you can think about there's one coming from the left and there's one coming from the right and the tables are blocking each other. So they're crossing. So and that's how you get to the bathroom. So in order to get to the bathroom, you have to to zigzag between these tables. I was like, at that point, I went to the bathroom. I came back. I told my friend, hey, I'm about to head out. Just so you know, this is a fire hazard. (laughs) (laughs) And I've had too many drinks. Right. And uh, (laughs) I am not in no mood to or any condition to start saving people. So spread the word. (laughs) And I'm gone. But yeah, that's my check-in. Ladies and gentlemen, just don't invite me to DR. And that's it. My name's Leon, and I'm done speaking. This is Buford Billy Ray Swanson. And when I'm not cutting the heads of chickens off, I listen to the Code and 40. You know, those guys are pretty good. They talk about aliens, Roswell, and uh, the fact that Jesus is coming back. Well, maybe he might be coming back. Well, anyway, listen to the Code and 40, goddammit. Rick, what's going on with you, man? On the road again. Bang, 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 bang. I can't wait to get on the road again. Bang, bang, so bang, bang, I am bang, bang. checking in from... Uh, Abington, Virginia. I've never heard of this place. Bristol, Virginia. Abington, Bristol, slash. Yeah, I'm on my way to Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. And this is like the halfway point. So, well, more than halfway, because we drove about nine hours today. So we had to drive because we have so much equipment. So we drove nine hours today and we'll do another four and a half tomorrow to complete the trip to Tennessee. But I haven't I haven't been on a road for Wow, almost almost two months. So it's kind of like something that you started getting used to doing and then you didn't do it for a while and then you're like, oh, okay, now I remember what it is. Um, so, you know, we're out here getting ready to make another Barnwood show. Yeah, so after brunch yesterday, that was sort of an adventure. Getting home, <laughs> it was... It was, <laughs> it was four, for, so I, I first, Did you take the train home? I did take the train home. Okay. So I got on the four train. I took it downtown. And then I forgot what station we were at, but the five was across the platform. Mm-hmm. So I darted across, took the five, because the five takes me all the way home. And not it's Saturdays. not running all the way to Brooklyn. Yeah. So Gorgeous. I ended up having Bowling to get Green. off. Yeah. <laughs> it stops there. And I had to take another train. And then I managed to get on the two train at some point. I don't even remember. I, I just either, I don't even remember either, how either Atlantic or Franklin is probably where you got the Nevins. Maybe I don't know. I feel like I got yeah. lucky. Yeah, I, I just got lucky. I made it because I actually made it to <laughs> stumbled off the train and just kind of rolled, <laughs> did a, like a roll into the other train and shit. Like the two train there it goes. Uh, I just saw the numbers and I was like, let me let me get it. I, it's a good thing it wasn't going the opposite direction because I'd have been fucked because I yeah. I would have got on that train. Um, oh, so I got home. The kids were you know, very active at that point. And um, I'm trying to do work. 
doing a little work because I, I know I had to leave this morning. So I was trying to do a little work and, you know, they're climbing all over me. I'm still drunk. Uh, you know, it was hard enough to focus on the work and then I got to manage kids. So I was like, all right, let me just give them dinner, get them to bed. Then I'll do some work. I came and I sat down on my computer and I was like, uh, I'm going to need a nap because <laughs> mm. I was out. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally falling asleep as I'm trying to do this work. I'm like, all right, let me just take a nap. One hour nap. I'll get up and I'll finish what I got to do. And I hadn't packed yet. That's the other thing. So. I'm going to take this one hour nap, I'll do the work, then pack, and then I'll be good, and I'll be in bed by midnight. That was my plan. So I lay down on the couch, set my alarm for 9.30 p.m. It's 8.30. I woke up at 11.30. <laughs> the alarm was like, what? <laughs> well, no, apparently I set, it, I set my alarm for next week, Sunday. Wow. And so, you know, I'll be sure to be up by 930 next week, Sunday. Sunday. Wow. OK, <laughs> but I needed that. I needed that rest. Uh -huh. So I, I was able to get up and get my work done and get packed. But I got packing down to a science now. Mm -hmm. And now because I'm, no, I'm, I'm not packing for multiple conditions, it's going to be hot and it's going to rain mm -hmm. a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So it's just like pack the lightest shit I have and get and bring my raincoat. That's yeah. that's kind of it. And my tool bags already packed and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I was pretty much good to go. My equipment bag. So I was pretty much good to go this morning. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. That is my check-in. Well, um, what's been going on? You know, I I said on the last show I had a, a small electrical fire in the kitchen. You know, like I said, thank God nothing, nobody was hurt, nothing was duly damaged. One of my whole liberty rant. And uh, oh, liberty, this, liberty, yeah, liberty, fuck them, liberty, liberty, you know, um, emu or whatever the fuck they got. What is it? What's a stupid ass little bird? I, I hate those commercials. Anyway, well, yeah, this last week was been the first week that uh, I had my uh, friend of mine come over, who is doing the uh, electrical work, and there's a lot of holes and drilling and just the sound of hearing. A drill go through your wall several times in the in the punching and it sounds like there's a Tasmanian devil <laughs> upstairs and he's fucking wilding the fuck out, right? So he was able to he's he's finished our bedroom and he'll be finishing the upstairs probably by tomorrow. He's gonna come up for a couple hours because he just has to run the plugs. But the sounds that I was hearing was just like, oh my God, you know what I mean? And it's just another hole you gotta fix. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's just it but I'm gonna tell you right now, um, he's he's a he's a heaven sent, honestly, because I wouldn't want anybody else to do this job right now and then have to pay five or six times more than what I'm gonna have to pay right now. And them not right. and then them not give a fuck about how many holes they put in the wall because that's what the fuck they're gonna do. You know what I'm right. saying? They're gonna fuck right. your walls up. But he was he's been very you know, meticulous and and accurate, and you know the the holes are no bigger than the biggest hole is probably maybe six inches by six. Like he made very small, and he's very good. Like yo, mm. I couldn't ask for it, and I told him, and he was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of dust." I said, "Look, yo, first of all, the rate that you're giving me is is wonderful. Second of all, you're doing a wonderful job. It's a lot of work, and it was like seven thousand degrees 
last week. It was like it's been a heat wave in New York for the last five days now in the 90s. And it was so hot in my house. And this guy's done such a great, great job, man. So, you know, shout out, shout out to him. Uh, I'll, I'll just say shout out to V really helped me out in this jam. And then after all the electrical work is done, I have to become, you know, the, the hole filler. And, um, you know, I'm a, he, he's what he said, yo, I'll, I'll make you a laundry list. I'll come over. I'll show you how to do it. And then you're off to the races and then you can figure it out. It's not hard. You'll figure it out. And, uh, that's it. That's what's up. So, you know, the house I'm thinking hopefully in another two to three weeks, he'll probably be done. Uh, I, I can't believe he did that, uh, that the, the top part of the house for the most part that quickly, you know, in a matter of three days. Uh, yeah. So we went out yesterday and, uh, I, I was <laughs> the bottomless, the bottomless mimosas were definitely on point. Not mimosas, margaritas. um, margaritas, excuse me. were on point. Yeah, it tasted like juice, but when I stood up, <laughs> when I stood up, it was like, hello, do you remember me? I'm tequila. I'm going to be here to you. And uh, yeah, I know we, juice homes. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good time last night, man. And, uh, you know, we went over to the comedy club, saw some good, funny guys there. And um, I decided to get me one of those uh, punch bars that I had for Father's Day that knocked me out. And this video is probably circulating around the crew of me being you know pretty much dumbed out by this little <laughs> thc strong ass edible so i remember so basically so i you know l l's like he's doing his own thing i get me to the punch bar i took like two little squares of it i don't even remember getting home pretty much after i ingested that because i was so drunk from whatever we were drinking because it was everything with shots it was it was just it was a it was a hard what well, first of all what did what shot did we have at um stolen jackets? Was that whiskey or I, I don't know what you had. I had tequila. Yeah, you, uh, I wanted uh, to keep it consistent. I yeah, I think we had tequila. We had Jack. No, no, you had Jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Yeah, I did have Jameson because I had the Guinness. I said, let me get a let me get a Jameson and a Guinness Stout beer. That's right. I kept it Irish. And I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, dude, like that's news to me. I was like, we was where? <laughs> we was fighting crime, nigga. What did that happen? <laughs> we saved five kids from a burning building. I wish I could have kept it going, man. I wish I could have kept it going. Yeah, we probably needed your uh, steady, uh, your yeah. reasonable. Uh, <laughs> Rick would have been like, pull back. He'd have pulled yeah. back the reins. Yeah, yeah. Pulled yeah, back yeah. the reins so far. We needed somebody. Well, I don't know. know. Two more tequilas. In <laughs> He'd have been like, what kids? <laughs> he sent an Uber pizza to his kids. <laughs> Just leave it at the steps. The, the big one will come out and get it. But uh, no, nah, it was a fun time last night. I'm one person who is always in his own way. And I'm probably the laziest funny motherfucker you know i just i don't know what it is i don't know why i am who i am and i have to really find out why that's a problem for me uh, i started looking up books and there's a book <laughs> so i do the audible book so i'm looking up new scripts right now it's not kind of slim pickings but there are some stuff there was some stuff there and i think there's one book like stop fucking being lazy is like the title of the book <laughs> <laughs> and i looked at this shit i was like yo what if i got to do the voice for this book Cause like I need to really take whatever this just book is, you know, but, um, nah, it's, it's just like, it. I would do the book. Yeah. I would do the book, but I'm just saying like in general, 
No, I'm just I saying, just, just put like, it out there as yeah. just your portfolio of work. I mean, yeah. the people get to see, hear yeah. you talk uh, in different ways and in different content with different content. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. But it's 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 been fun uh, looking up that stuff, man, because the, I think that, you know, people, what they don't understand is that like you have to do a lot of editing and work for that shit. And it's like, they'll, they have, they'll have like an advertisement for like, you'll look at how many hours the book is supposed to be and it should be like 17 hours i'm mm. like you want me to record a 17 hour book and i gotta hope you sell copies to make my money back it's like come on b it's a lot but uh yeah, it's we, fun. Want, it's we fun. want you to uh they gotta cut the check before you they gotta cut this check man you yeah. know what i mean come on you know what i mean give me a break but uh, i i had i had a, like you know uh to end the check and i had fun at the comedy show and, and i definitely i after leaving l i wanted reaching out to a comedian friend of mine was like yo man let me bend your ear for a bit i'm waiting to hear back from him good good dude in comedy and that's uh basically my check-in for the week what's good people this is alaric if you like the show then make sure you subscribe to decoding 40 on ig facebook youtube tiktok twitter tumblr reddit um tumblr did i say tumblr fluor that's new it's brand new just came out fluke etsy pinterest friendster hamster x hamster oh wait that's my private account don't follow that in light of what's been happening uh lately in society uh seems that you know every time you turn on your newscast or anything for that man i mean your phone with all these alerts now you're gonna get if especially if you have a citizens app or whatever every time you turn around there seems to be a mass shooting happening the most tragic recently was the uvalde shooting and because of the shooting where it you know about 19 children were killed gun control what say you guys the other day when they released a video the um, security footage of what was happening in the school when the cops came in. And my wife, first she attempted to show me the video and then she wanted to talk about it. And I was like, I can't. I can't even think about that because mm. the idea that my kids could be in a situation like that was just too much for me to, to imagine. It's too frightening. But as far as gun control, we've got to do something. There has to be some sort of check for people who are who possess these these types of weapons. If you have to take a test to, to drive a car, you have to take a five hour class to drive a car at the bare minimum. You should have to do that or more to own a weapon. It's a small price to pay to ensure that society will be a little bit safer. You're never going to stop people from killing people because there's mental illness, there's, you know, just crimes of passion. If you took away all guns and knives, people would hit each other with rocks and sticks. But you can't kill 19 people with a rock. You can't kill 19 kids with a rock. So I think there's something that we have to think about. But we also have to think about the mentality of Americans with a cowboy society that thinks that you solve problems with vengeance and violence. It's a mentality that exists here that doesn't exist in other places in the same, at the same level. So, I mean, that's kind of my take on, on, on gun control. Like we got, we got to do something. The unfortunate thing is with gun control is it's in the same vein of abortion rights in that because 
each state wants to dictate what a woman can do with their body. Because in Oklahoma, you have very strict laws. New York, you are still eligible to get an abortion up to a certain point. So the unfortunate thing is like gun laws, New Jersey has certain restrictions that Maryland doesn't have. And Virginia throws basically the entire gun control book out the window and you can go into a gun store which i've done in virginia and buy you know a military gray type of machine gun they had a um a portable grenade launcher in there they had bazookas in there and now the shit was like fifty thousand dollars but you could buy this type of armament military grade weaponry in a in a store in virginia so that that right there first is the problem that's the first um hurdle is getting everybody on the same page in every state and like abortion right that's not it's it's not individual states that have to decide this the federal government has that has to be the law of the land we have gun violence in new york to the level that we have it with purely illegal guns because you can't get a carry permit in new york it the, the bar is so high that it's almost impossible to get a concealed carry permit. So it's all changed, the gun violence it's changed in the last couple of weeks, though. But I get your point. That, but that ha- that hasn't changed. What's that? Don't 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 come to New York with your with your pistol. It'll be a long legal battle for you. The problem is, is that without a universal gun law, you're always going to have these illegal guns, and illegal guns end up in the hands of criminals, for the most part. In New York, that's what happens. The gun violence that happens in New York is not because you can go into a Walmart and buy a gun. It's because in another state you can go in, in Walmart and buy a gun and then sell it to a guy in New York. And the, the, the people have been gun running up to New York for a long time. It's apparently a very lucrative business because guns well, have been guy, busted. But the guy, the guy that did the shooting in Buffalo, you know, while your theory is valid, the guy that did the shooting in Buffalo bought the gun from a gun store in yes, New York he did. State. Yeah. So he didn't buy that illegally. He bought that legally and did that did that sick shit. So and the, most of the uh, mass shootings have been with legal, legally obtained guns. There, there's definitely needs to be some background checks and things of that nature. What to kind of touch on what you said earlier, America as a society has issues, and what we used to have hospitals, we used to have a lot of things that we don't have anymore to help people who had mental issues. There was there was different things. There were di- different like checks and balances in the educational system. There were music programs. There were things for these kids to to do. And with those contact points, teachers and coaches and things could see if this kid had some sort of deficiency or some sort of problem. Like a lot of those programs that kind of you you could see the red flags. Like yo, this motherfucker has problems. And the more you see a child and the more more contact points you have, you can start to see the problems because this kid might be getting abused. But you take all that away, you lock a kid in, in his house with a fucking computer or an iPhone or whatever, and they become revolutionized by whatever, you know, crackpot theories out there. You know, they get these guns and they do this violent shit. But a lot of the stuff that used to be there for these kids to kind of do and people to see them you know actually contact with people they don't do that anymore i mean i'm sure that contributes to it i actually am of the position that we need to have a ban on probably any assault rifle and we need to limit the number of bullets that can be um in a clip 
but to both of your points, I don't think this country really cares about people dying, um, let alone dying by gun, because something would have been done by now. Yeah. We're having to juxtapose, you know, the images and the horrible stories that we hear against the reality that there really is no will politically to make any significant changes to prevent this, at least uh, reduce the number of mass shootings that occur in this country. I think we're on pace for like once one a week. That's insane. Like think about the mental state of this country right now in regards to mass shootings. We all suffer from a P- PTSD from that. Think about Columbine in the nineties when that shit happened mm-hmm. and being like, well, are you out of your fucking what? Everybody was like, What? And that was everybody was going what for six weeks, right? But now these shits happen every other day. It's like, oh, it's another one, whatever. We become desensitized. Nobody cares. We care for like two weeks. And they, you know, they they you know, they 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 sable rattle all fucking day in Congress and they point fingers. Now, recently they they supposedly uh, have come up with some sort of bipartisan uh thing. I didn't read up it's, on it. It's it's it's, it's, it's very, very weak. Yeah, it's very okay. weak, but you know what? It, it's some movement in that NRA has shut down any talk of any sort of restriction on buying guns. But but Columbine wasn't the first mass shooting. It was probably one of the most heinous in its time, but it wasn't the first. But they kids have was fir- more access to information. They have more access to guns, whether it's their own guns or whether it's their parents' guns. And it's the mentality that I'm going to avenge whatever wrongdoing was done to me through this violence. And that's that's an American mentality. And you're not going to fix that overnight. But what you can do is limit their access to these weapons. That's the only that's the only thing you can do immediately. You cannot fix the mentality overnight because it's ingrained in us. We've been watching cowboy movies, you know, since the moving picture began. And that's been sort of I, I, America's personality. That's how we've handled all situations, all conflicts is through violence and vengeance. You're not going to fix is, that overnight. But the thing is, is that it's taking a turn in a different direction right now. It's not just let me just shoot people. It's becoming more radicalized and more uh, laser focused. Case in Buffalo. Yeah. You've all these shootings. All of these guys are writing these manifestos or 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 are associated with whatever racist ideology they want to pick it, whether it's Trumpism, Nazism, whatever so it is. Wouldn't you want to limit their access to weapons? It's the, you're not going to limit their access to weapons because but if a can. person No, no. Listen. You can go on YouTube right now. Yes. And literally learn how to make a weapon and you can get all the parts to make this weapon. If you want to do it, you yes. can do it. Right. Not saying not saying that they can't do it, but you can't make it easy for them. That's why the I think is, the, but, so the no, types they, of weapons that pe- that we have access to is is probably a but better But the thing solution. is, you, you say you can't make it easier for them. You're, you, you're missing my point. If they're radicalized, more than likely they're a part of a group. They're a part of a, um, a, a chat board. And on right. that chat board, there are directions to make these weapons. Right. And then, but then things. they, but then they actually have to go out and do that. They don't have, they can't just go and get the weapon and begin shooting. 
So if, you make it, so you make it, you make it more. Yeah, you make it more difficult for them to have this this possession that they want to use to harm people. Yeah, you make I it think, harder for them to get it in their hands. If you're talking about, is it harder? If, if yeah, it's harder to make a weapon than to buy a weapon. I'm not, have you ever made a weapon? I've never made. I, a weapon. I, I've not made uh, my own right. rifle. And, and I, I'm but, imagining that all those parts are much much harder to construct than it is to go into a gun store and buy. Of, oh it. no, of course it. Co- so of that's course my it point. Is. But 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 the thing is, if you're dealing with a person who's radicalized and they want to do what they want to do, and they pass a law now that you can't get an AR type rifle. Yeah. Every one of those groups will turn around and say, can't buy your own AR, but with these parts, you can make exactly what the fuck you want. But that would be illegal. And it'll, and it'll still get done because if a person is crazy enough to make a weapon, they will do it. Right, but you can't it'll legislate it against it will, all it will, crazy, but you yeah. can legislate enough to make it difficult for someone to do it or whatever they, uh, they're trying to do. Yeah. That's, why, right, we, so let, that's right, why we don't... Can't, right. can't, you can't that's why cocaine is illegal no. that I found out a couple of shows ago. We... <laughs> <laughs> you mean they're not i can't get cocaine candy um, right all right so we get rid of the automatic rifle military grade type rifles your ar-15s we get rid of that what, what are we left well, with here, here's here's my position i am not anti-gun right i feel like a gun is a tool and the problem is the mentality not the tool most definitely but you can't let people get their hands on tools that are 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 going to eventually kill people mm. like you have to you have to limit that you have to say there's got to be some regulation around who has access to these killing machines right cuz that's what they are whether you're whether you're saying you're killing animals or you're <laughs> killing people or you're shooting targets these machines were designed to kill. That's their only purpose. So you do have to limit who has access to that. Everybody shouldn't be able to do that. Or with, build with, some type of program around if you are going to have access to certain types of weapons that you have to be registered for, just like with a car. Like everybody, yeah. generally, if you pass your driver's uh, license, I think you get a Class C. But if you want to be TLC or taxi, you have to get a class E, I think it is. So with more response, I mean, with more power comes more responsibility, right? So if you are going to have or want to manage or handle large and excessive weaponry, you should have to take extra steps in order to be able to do so. Yeah, I think I, that just because I can drive a car does not mean you should put me behind the wheel. of Exactly. Because I'm exactly kill exactly fuck somebody up. Yeah, I, I, I think that because um i think there's they they have the ability and again i'm 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 a licensed gun owner a responsible gun owner and i definitely think there should be gun control because there is people getting access to shit that shouldn't be getting access to this, of course i also think that just like you go and fill out an application at footlock and they make you do that bullshit psychological assessment test they can do the same fucking thing and they can design that test by the fbi fucking think tank and come together and create a test where they can get certain signs from things based on what they take that test and maybe even go, let's just check him out a little bit further. He, he, he scored a 70 on this test. He might be borderline, you know what I mean? Or, or she might be borderline uh, uh, fucked up in the head. Let's just give them an, a, a, another assessment. 
They I could, don't even they know if do that. a psychological test would be appropriate, right? Because you're right. It could be manipulated a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. And then that, it, then I think that is a way to infringe on somebody's constitutional rights. I don't think it's your constitutional right to have a 50 mag uh, shooting uh, machine. But, and that's another conversation. I still am not convinced that Second Amendment. I've, I've never heard of that gun, but it sounds dangerous. I'm he just said saying. a 50 mag shooting machine pistol rifle gun. <laughs> exactly. It shoots Howard's I'm, shells. I'm, 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 I'm I'm a I'm a big gun uh, advocate as yeah. you can tell. <laughs> one of those um, one of those fifty magazines shoot <laughs> shoot big bullets. But if, pew, if pew. Oh, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> fifty mags. <laughs> Large capacity magazine, right? But yeah, I'm I'm not convinced that the uh, Second Amendment is saying exactly what people uh, are suggesting that it's saying, that individuals are uh, supposed to bear arms against the government, because I think the government is always going to have bigger and uh, more uh, powerful weapons than yeah. the average uh, citizen. So that just seems I, like a ridiculous argument. That, yeah. You're like, I see the thing is, and that's that's the problem. Like in this country, we we have this kind of like twisted reality of like we're still in the 1700s and we're going by those rules and we act like the government don't got shit to blow out your whole entire back. Mm-hmm. At <laughs> this point, the AR government doesn't even have to do yes, that, though. A drone can kill you from two miles away. So it's like this this whole thing that we're trying to militarize ourselves because against the ty- tyrannical government, you don't stand a chance like you don't have the weaponry to fuck with. Uh, the military. Everything that I saw in that Virginia store that day does not stand up to the the, the might of no. the military. No. Right. So you didn't even see a tank. You didn't even see you know a tank. I mean? right. So like all of these people who are doing these things and 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 and, and that posturing, like I, I don't know what maybe they're living some sort of fantasy. It, well, it's I, just I, I think it's completely reasonable to say if you're going to have this weapon, you need to do a class. You need to be trained safety class, a 10 hour class, and then you can buy two ARs. Fine. But you've done this class. You've, 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 you've at least been licensed to have this thing. And I think it has to be federal law. It can't be local. It can't just be local law because there's too many ways around it. But there also needs to be some sort of mental assessment. You got to have people kind of looking the instructor, whoever the instructor is, has to have that sixth sense. Because no, that, that's no, too no. arbitrary. Yeah, I think I think there may be if there but then, is so some what, sort of that, that. How does that stop? Right, but when you take a driver's getting their test, license, you know, when you take a driver's test, no one's psychologically ana- uh, analyzing you. Yeah, yeah because you, can, I, you don't look I, at it. You don't look at a car as the same thing as a gun. Yeah, a car can kill people like a gun can, but no one's like running into crowds of people every day with with, with cars. At least for the most part. Yo, a car. You're talking about. How much is it? Like a couple of thousand pound machine. Yes. But we're talking about guns. We're not talking about vehicles. Like a gun is, is Yo, different. How than many a people car. have gotten into it over road rage? But there's no psychological uh, analysis for that. No. Well, that's because they're I, angry. I, I, right. I, I, but I'm just saying that, that there's, there's the guy pressure in, in that situation that we need to, it'd be great to evaluate, but we don't. And I don't think we should. You make that hurdle a little bit higher and it will, it's not going to eradicate all, but it will lessen. You know, I think that, uh, like I said, I'm all for it, but 
the NRA and the states will will fight so hard against that. Great. Let them fight. Right. Let them I mean, fight. Because the, the majority of the country are the majority of the country wants to see reasonable regulation of guns. Reasonable. Like nobody's see, saying you can't have this weapon ever. But, but you, know, I, I, you can I have think... you can have it because I know you're a responsible gun owner. But they, but the thing is, is like everybody should prove they're as responsible as you are. You know, everybody what? should be as responsible as you are because because some are not. The big problem is that the Republicans and the Democrats don't want to have a real conversation about it because, unfortunately, Republicans want to go far right within like we don't want no regulation. And the, then on the far left is saying we want to have guns that you need your fingerprint. So it shoots and all this other stuff. So. And they, they don't want to have a real they know what the, they know what the common sense is. Right. But the common, they'll, sense? the common sense is everything that we're saying. Regulation. You should be you should have be evaluated. You should wait a certain period to get a gun. You should take a class. You should know how to use your firearm. This is these are all things that these are common sense things. Correct. But the they don't want to do that. They get in their extremes and they act like they don't want to have a real conversation about it because nobody wants to fucking piss off the NRA. Who gives you know, money funny, to the, both sides? The funny thing is, is how this conversation started was we were reading some of the issues and, and positions that a, a, a political candidate we were talking about, their positions on certain things. And and uh, one of the things that they wanted to do was gun law reform. And you said that you didn't want to give up your AR. And my question to you was, would you be willing to give up that weapon in order to prevent someone else from murdering 19 children on the other side of the country. Like, would that be worth giving up the weapon that you want? If, if everybody did it, of course, listen, if you told me that giving up my AR and we're not going to have any more school shootings again, I would say, of course, let's do it. I, I, I no, that's not, you can't say that. So because it's, 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 it's not banning I'm, I'm, guns altogether. It's not going. It's not going to be the UK. Okay, but so then, what's the point of taking my AR if I can do it with a nine millimeter? Do you know that a lot of these kids in Uvalde had to have closed casket funerals? I, I, because I am they're, aware they're, of that because I know because, what those yeah, bullets do. Those that's those, what I'm talking bullets. about. That's what I'm talking about, and be and to be able to have a high capacity magazine and do that to 19 children is very different. Then a seven shot nine or or a, a sixteen shot nine, very different. It is, it is. But my my thing is, if you take away the rifles, they will they will then they will then create a weapon that is so similar but not considered a rifle because that's what they do now. I'm telling you, they the gun the gun at manufacturers least it, at, least, at least it will be illegal and you can go after them. You can target them. You can target a manufacturer who's doing something illegally. Right. But it won't be illegal because they're going to create something that circumnavigates the law that's written. And that's what they do now in a lot of situations. Wait, you're saying if we were to ban these uh, guns? If you, it, you the, see, that's the thing. In a lot of these states, they'll. No, that's what I'm asking. Wait, if there's a federal law that bans a certain gun, then if someone were to create this, either if if it was a manufacturer yeah. or a private citizen, that would be against the law. Yes and no. It depends. It, it would depend. 
because it, dep- it, it depends on, on their definition of what a gun is. It's, it's because it's, they it's, have to have a specific definition of what that is in order to create a law b- around it. And they will do everything outside of creating what you're telling me not to do because it, like they have these things other than they call them ghost guns, basically where they create everything. They, and the only reason why they're not considered illegal if you get caught with this firearm is because something that, it, like let's say there needs to be a hole drilled here or something uh, done in the in this part of the gun that's not done, then technically it's not considered a gun by law because it doesn't have A, B, and C parts in this gun. It depends on where how, you are, and it depends on where you are, and that's how a lot of them get around it. And right. what they'll they're gonna have you they're gonna have their law that law is gonna have to be so specific and airtight because people are gonna create guns that circumnavigate that somehow that's what that's what the whole thing is that's why in new york there was a vice special on it where the dude literally went online ordered all the parts and put the gun together in an hour yeah and that's what will happen it'll be coming from all all around the world and everything else there hasn't been a school shooting with it with ghost guns not yet you can it can make it whatever you want you can you buy a design or you find a design online and you can 3D print anything you want. So or create Okay, you, you guys gotta educate me. So this this means that it could be a high capacity. Could be. Yeah, whatever whatever you want it to be. It could be. But that's too much work. They're not doing that. And I'm saying is if you create if you create a very strict law, yeah, there will be fucking groups of people creating arms. Because I'm not talking I about was, the I'm not talking about the lone wolf. I'm talking about the whole there's, you have to consider the lone wolf factor, but then then this you lone don't wolf think will you be going in it with, with you a don't high, think that the, you, but then that has to become part of whatever law that's written, right? That's how then you modify the law, but because now you're manufacturing now you're manufacturing the gun that's banned or illegal, and then okay, so then what else? So then now you you then someone comes in there and creates a pistol that can carry a, a two two three round or a five five six round. Right. And then they're going to say, oh, well, it's a it's a handgun. It's not a rifle. See, that's what I'm I mean, saying. I think it, you're it, making the point that it's it's a very slippery be... slope. It's a very I'm not. It's not slippery at all. OK, these are these are these are things that are that can be thought out and written yeah, into law so that they, they can't circumvent it because I, laws are created that way. Right. I think you made the point that the, the law would have to be tightly written. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I that that is my point. Like, it's so. It's not just we're banning ARs. You have to no. be so specific to what type of gun, what type of ammunition, all this shit. Like, when I when I went to get all of this, the, the license shit. Like, yo, the fucking New Jersey state gun law and the type of gun. This shit reads like hieroglyphics. This gun, you can get this gun, but it can't have this little piece of thing on it. But you can get this one that ha- that has a bigger bullet in it. Like for instance, so then why you don't can't you think buy they certain- can write that specific law? Why don't you think they can write that if they've, if they've already written it? Well, gun, I mean, it's not know. impossible. I'm just saying you you're bringing up the good questions that need to be answered. Well, I mean, honestly, you know, as a gun owner that, you know, to, to wrap this up as a responsible gun owner, I think you definitely need to have legislation enacted that is going to we got to beef up the psychological aspect of kind of reviewing these these applications that 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 aspect has to be added today, because 
if you're going to close all the hospitals, you're going to close everything, you're not going to help people who have issues, who potentially could be problems, then you got to it's got to start somewhere where you where you got to put the kibosh on, on some of these people's uh, thoughts on, you know, getting a gun that and then going into a fucking school. Yeah. Like we, 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 we it's like, are we just giving up all together? That's how I feel sometimes because these hot, I mean, we, we live in New York. We see what's happening and what's happening with the train. These homeless people, if they had a gun, they'd probably shoot the whole fucking train station up. Yeah. I don't want to see more guns. I want to see less guns in, in the hands of, of, I want to see less guns, period. Listen, if, if, if you're going to, if you're going to get a gun and you're a normal person, I think you have every right, but what's a normal person, right? I know you thought last week was bad, but let me tell you about this week in racism. This segment is brought to you by the letter R. R is racism. (laughs) All right. So this week in racism, we have Sesame Place. And apparently the characters over there are a little racist. They don't seem to want to uh, fuck with any kid that happens to be of a brown hue. Uh, (laughs) If you're darker than a paper bag. No, for you. Uh, Rosita, Rosita apparently did have a paper bag and was doing the test as she was walking through the crowd, saying, "Get your black ass away from me! I don't fuck with black children. You darker than the bag. Uh, please, stage left." But um, what do you guys think about it? It's actually it's becoming a national story. Um, yeah, what, what I mean, you if you think? watch that video, it's, it's heartbreaking to see those kids. They were just like wanted to see their favorite character. And you just imagine Elmo just igs you? Like, Elmo, I've been rocking with you for a while now. <laughs> Since I was two. You just gonna play me like that, Elmo? Thanks yeah. for buying my doll, Blackie. I mean, it's, it's it's just ridiculous that this is something else uh, that our kids have to in, in, endure um, just simply for being themselves. And yeah. um, we talked about this during um, the pre-production meeting, that the principles that uh, Sesame Street were built on are completely opposite of all of this that's happening in Sesame Place. Yeah. It's supposed to be about inclusion. It's supposed to be about making people feel welcomed and, and whole and, and being recognized and seen. And this is the exact opposite of that. Well, my theory is that Oscar the Grouch uh, drugged all of those characters and to get them to act bad, that's what happened. This is Oscar's comeback. Oscar's mad. <laughs> Fuck Sesame Street. I'm tired of being homeless. Nah. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I think initially we were like, okay, maybe this is just one bad act. But then as soon as this video came out, several other black and brown parents shared their videos of their children's experience at Sesame Place. Getting ignored this shit. Yeah. So this is something that's happening. <coughs> On a regular basis, when you have that many videos of some, you know, either kids getting ignored, it was a kid that got pushed down onto the ground, um, kid getting slapped, kid getting mushed, kid getting slapped on the head. Like, you got belly mushed. Got belly mushed where, like, it was like it was a little girl, I believe, where I don't even know what character this was. He came in with the belly and kind of pushed the little girl. And little girls like, wasn't like, yo, I just wanted you to shake my hand. I didn't want you to fucking push me with your belly. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, even the mother bar was like, 
even the mother was probably like, the fuck is going on here? Like, what is this? She's not, I'm, I'm not. really surprised, though, that these parents have shown such restraint. I would not have been able to do that. But you, you know, know what it is? The thing is, like, this, this, is, this is what you would define as a microaggression, right? You can't prove it because on its own, by itself, right? You can't prove that Rosita was being a racist. Right. right. No, I get that. I'm but talking about collectively, the, the character like, that pushed the child down. Like I oh, no, yeah. would have physically, I would have pushed you. that. Yeah. But yeah. see, this this is the thing. This is the leeway you get when you wear the suit, because now you'll look crazy as fuck for you beating would. up the character. <laughs> you would. You're on video. You on YouTube. Black mother whoops. <laughs> Elmo's ass because they're not even going to show the part of him pushing no they're not it's just they're going to show this black woman a man whooping this character's ass but that's what I'm saying like when I'm just focused on the one where the character pushes the baby down yeah I would have told my wife keep the camera rolling keep (laughs) recording because I hey, this, this is a real this is not a story like you, yeah. you I need more than 60 seconds to get, deal with this you got to rip I, off see the first thing you'd have to do no, is no, rip off that off. fucking head I'm not ripping yeah like, that's what I was thinking head, rip the head now, off so now I can you are under it. now you are going to fuck up a lot of other kids like they're oh, going to sure. be yeah so that you've destroyed yeah. the entire yeah. section of uh, they're going to be traumatized when you rip off their character's head but then you Black get direct blows. Well, my baby will be fine because my baby would know that daddy will beat up a Muppet character <laughs> when necessary. Mommy, the black guy killed Snuffleupagus. It's when these videos come out and you see that there's a, a distinct pattern. You're like, whoa, you're really doing this. And like, who is I want I now want to know who is in that character. I want to know who was in there. I want to know that person's name. Basil Hayden. <laughs> I want to know where they live. And uh, you know, I they obviously shouldn't work there anymore cuz Leon you had the two statements fr- that they released, the original statement that Sesame oh, yeah. Place released. According to Sesame Place, our brand, our park, and our employees stand for inclusivity and equality on all forms. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not reading all of this. This is trash. The performer portraying uh, the Rosita character has confirmed that the no hand gesture seen several times, the fact that they had the right has been seen several times in the video, was not directed to any specific person. Rather, it was a response to multiple requests from someone in the crowd who asked Rosita to hold their child for a photo, which is not permitted. The Rosita performer did not intentionally ignore the girls and is devastated about the misunderstanding. We spoke to the family and extended our apologies. Regarding the incident yesterday, the costumes our performers wear sometimes make it difficult to see at lower levels, and sometimes our performers miss hug requests from guests. See, here's where it's bullshit, right? That is total bullshit. The park is for children who are all at lower level. <laughs> right. So if you can't see children, you can't do your job. <laughs> right. And I think the way that they worded it, sometimes they can't see people, uh, they can't see at a lower level, meaning these kids were lower or they were on a lower level. Mm. Get on my level. Double entendre. I thought so. It kind of sounds like that. Because mm. they could have said height. Yeah. 
They could have said that. Smaller but they said children, uh... a lower level. So these kids were beneath them. Right? You know what my brother <laughs> um Sesame Place is racist. No, <laughs> Apparently. Um, no, 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 no. But now the the, the double entendre definitely, you know, lower level and shit like that. We don't want your children. Uh, everybody knows that they you uh, they can't see uh their their lenses that omit black folks. And all they see is white children. It's it's <laughs> fucking bullshit. Let you see that, white children. Uh, as soon as I put this costume off on, all black I see kids is white children magically disappear. <laughs> I didn't see the second statement that they released, but I'm assuming that Sesame Workshop got all up in their ass about it. Oh, because they just they just licensed the likeness. They just licensed the characters. Wow, for their theme park, they don't own them. They're not part of Sesame Workshop. Who owns the park? Who Klux Klan? <laughs> KKK Productions makes people happy. Maybe I don't know, but um, the second uh, this is how you know someone was like, "Yo, we fucked up." The second statement they put out, we sincerely and wholeheartedly apologize to the Brown family for what they experienced. To be very clear, what that family experienced is unacceptable. It happened in our park with our team, and we own that. It is our responsibility to make this better for the children and the family to and to be better for all families. Like, that's a better statement. Yeah. Before they were like, uh, this is we what we do. Fuck y'all. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> Get on our level. Yeah, get on our level. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Oh lord! Well, so, so so the first PR person got fired, right? And a black woman wrote the second piece. They're like, "We need a professional. <laughs> We've got to own it. Damage control." <laughs> I don't think that's going to be it, though. No, this is they want Rosita's head. Rosita <laughs> has got to go. Well, Rosita's fine. got to go. She's Rosita. fine. Ain't nobody got top of it. They took her. They took her away. They took her out of that costume. She is now in charge of fucking filling up all the coke machines at the fucking park right now. She doesn't have. Oh no, she's out do. of it. And she's been radicalized. So you you think she's fired? Yeah. You think she's been fired? They, they put her in another I costume. She, I don't think she's been fired. No, maybe she hasn't been fired, but she's going to get a lot of Two days weeks. off. Yeah, so. she's going to get a couple of weeks. You're suspended. No, it's yeah. not even going to be a suspension. It's you yeah, take a couple of days, <laughs> yeah, till this all and, blows and, over. And call yeah. back uh, for yeah. your new schedule, and she won't make yeah. it on a schedule for quite a while. Yeah, uh, I see that I'm not doing Rosita no more. You just have me as one of the inconspicuous characters that nobody knows. Like, <laughs> I'm not Rosita anymore. What the fuck happened? No, <laughs> hold up. No, you're Charlene, Rosita's <laughs> Charlene. friend that nobody knows. Like, you know, like <laughs> the fucking characters that that. They're just in the background characters. He's not even going to be Rosita anymore. You've been, you've Yo, been. it is a real possibility in that part of Pennsylvania that there is Trump supporters all up in there. Oh, of for course. sure. Proud boys all up in there. Uh -huh. It is very, very possible. When I'm not storming the Capitol, I'm a racist uh, Sesame Place uh, animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> name is no longer I don't, Rosita. It's I don't like Mike Pence and I don't like hugging black children. <laughs> <laughs> Trump in 2024. <laughs> this is oh. a sesame place, not Martin Luther King Boulevard. This ain't Atlanta. This ain't Atlanta, goddammit. What is this? <laughs> Shit. 
Why Harlem? I hug the blacks. This is not now. Harlem. These now black children are gonna get the shit hugged out of them. I know. Hell yeah. They fuck these white <laughs> kids. Like, Don't touch my baby. Inappropriately <laughs> hugged at fucking Sesame Place. This child was smothered. <laughs> now, now white good. people are gonna complain a dead child is not getting mm-hmm. hugged. Yeah, exactly. They're only hugging black and brown mm-hmm. babies. Mm-hmm. Asian hug that Asian baby too. Hold up, hold up. You're gonna go to uh they're gonna you're gonna go uh to Sesame Place on Monday and all the characters are gonna be in Kente cloth. <laughs> Kneeling. We're, we're Black Lives Matter t-shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna create a Muslim character to hang out bean pies and everything. They're gonna keep it, they're gonna be so black. They're gonna be, they got fr- fried chicken and macaroni. They're gonna fuck they're gonna black they listen, they're gonna do everything they can. Hey, my brother, Yo, I am that's the bean pie. What? I'm the bean pie monster. I'm Billy Bean Pie. All right. I'm Cookie Son Monster's cousin monster. from Detroit. <laughs> bean pie monster. I don't live in the garbage can, but I damn sure hate Whitey. <laughs> and I live a righteous life. <laughs> these devils, I mean, these white folks, I mean, these nice people. <laughs> that oh, is man. hilarious. Rick, you taking kids there? If they fix this shit, I actually wanted to take them there. Mm. I wanted to take them there and I wanted to take them to Hershey Park because we're not going to Disney. So, But now I know Sesame Place is just as racist as Disney. So mm. maybe. Hershey's a good spot. Um, I, I went to Dis- uh, Disney. I went to Sesame Place when uh, my youngest was probably about three or four. It was a good time. And they got the, you know, the water rides and stuff like that. But And what they do is... I want to say every hour on the hour or every two hours, they do that parade that you see mm. in the video. Racist so, Rosita parade. The racist parade, right? Where they say, get out of here, blacks. Um, <laughs> the MAGA parade. <laughs> the MAGA parade. It's going to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to march down there to that recession stand. And we're going to tell them. <laughs> Hang my pants. Hang my, whoa, whoa, why, hang what? This is a sesame place. Oh, Who exactly. authorized this? This is the Counter Party. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is another episode of Dakota and 40. Hope you guys have enjoyed what you've uh, listened to. Uh, any last words, fellas? Uh, yeah, off with Rosita's head. I'm going to second that. Off with Rosita's head, and I'd like to see her real head. I want to know who the first <laughs> right. is. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I want to see. Take, they should have a news conference and take off the Rosita head and reveal who that, she is. That would be amazing. Some Scooby Doo shit. That would Some be Scooby-Doo amazing Doo television. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. If it wasn't for you meddling niggas. <laughs> if it wasn't for you meddling blacks on Twitter, I would have gotten away. Blacks. Oh Black man. Mother. What I've learned is that. I won't go to Sesame Place until they, you know, they go through their um. Whole Why would you thing. go to Sesame Place? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have no reason. How many kids? You have absolutely no, no grand, reason to go to the park. You, know, you are grandkids. creepy, hanging out at Sesame Place. No, by you go to Sesame Place by yourself <laughs> in a parking lot. I'm gonna be in the parking lot selling ice cream. <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, thanks again for listening to another episode of Decoding Forty. Once again, you have to know that we are out on every Friday. So please get your listen on and do not turn this loud 
at your job on the speaker because you know this is not for everybody's ears. So make sure that you wear your headphones unless you're on the train. And at that point, you shouldn't give a fuck. Everybody else is doing it. Yeah, just put it on your Bluetooth speaker if you're on yeah. the train. <laughs> loud. Yeah, loud. You'll fit right in. Any last words? I think well, we, we had last words. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. How about some socials? None of that. All right. All right. Emails and phone numbers. Yeah. All right. So make sure that you give us a call at 619-940-4040. Leave a message. You know what I'm saying? Tell us how we're doing. Uh, L, who was a uh, top download last week? It was Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the house. That's what's up. That's what's Without up. So doubt. keep listening to us. All right. Hit us on our, all social media. We're on TikTok. We're on IG. We're on Facebook. Dakota 40, baby. Go to our website. Download our episodes. Just give us free money. Email Cash us. app. Yeah. Cash app us at, at dollar sign Dakota 40. We take donations. Dollar at a time. We will build this empire. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, be on the lookout for our new T-shirts. They're going to be dropping real soon. Yeah, top one, definitely, definitely. New design or tree. Yeah, get up, get us some hoodies, some hats. We're gonna have it all, buddy. It's gonna be tough. (laughs) Did you say tough? Let's get out. It's gonna be tough. All right, guys. Peace, peace, peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding Forty. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding Forty. Go to www.decoder40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, goddammit.